Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the Equipped for Change edition. My name is Keisha A. Rivers. I am your host, as well as President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we equip people to lead through change. You can listen in on my podcast twice weekly um, on all of the platforms where podcasts are available, as well as visit my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com for additional information, insights, and to catch up on all of the latest episodes that you may have missed. So what are we going to be talking about today? On our Equip for Change edition, I usually focus more so on the personal aspects of change, what that means for you in terms of switching your mindset, in terms of personal considerations, growth, professional development, so on and so forth. On the midday or midweek, I'm sorry, edition of Mindset to Mastery, I focus more on leadership topics and things that are more relevant to you in your position within an organization, within a business that you're starting, within the possibility of leading a team. And so on this weekend edition of Equipped for Change of our Mindset to Mastery podcast, we are still going to give you those strategies and tips that will help you to change your mindset and master your success. But on today, I want to focus more on this notion of are you open to change? And in particular, are you talking the walk? Now, what do I mean by talking the walk? Well, action includes and begins with having the conversation about things that need to be different. And I was in a group, um, I was leading a, a focus group with, um, within a client's organization, and there were some people who were expressing their idea of what the vision for the company would look like if they were effectively operating at the pinnacle of success, more particularly if they were implementing um, strategies around diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. And so one person expressed a thought um, of something that they felt needed to be changed within the organization. And then the other person's, you know, of course, <laughs> um, presented an alternative view. And it, uh, it was obvious to me that one of the parties was not really open to considering what the other person had to say. And so he left it at this. I'm willing to have the conversation, but this is what I believe. So that begs the question. If you are only willing to have the conversation, but you're not really open to making any changes as a result of that conversation, are you just talking or are you talking the walk? And so what I want to talk to you about today is are you really open open to change? Are you willing to actually shift your perspective? Are you willing to actually take in new information and make additional adjustments to your thinking, to your actions, to your ways of doing things because of, in, of, of taking in new information? Or are you only listening to respond? Are you listening to someone by saying, yeah, I'm open, I'm hearing what you have to say, but I'm not really adjusting my already existing beliefs. I'm not adjusting the way that I think about it. I'm not changing my perspective or my perception. I'm just listening to you so that I can say I had the conversation. Now, conversation is a talk, especially an informal one, between two or more people in which news and ideas are exchanged. Now, the key to this is exchange. If you are not willing to accept 
someone else's information, if you're not willing to accept someone else's perspective or their um, perception, you're not willing to accept new facts, are you really having a conversation? Or are you just talking? So if you are going to be equipped for change, if you are going to be open to the prospect of making adjustments, of pivoting, of shifting, you have to begin with your mindset and your beliefs. Because our minds and the way in which we think, our minds and the way in which we see the world, our minds and the way that we believe that, that the facts about the world and our situations and circumstances is what determines our actions. If we want to impact change, if we want to lead through change, if we want to have any type of chance of becoming better, then we have to first start with the way that we think about everything. And in particular, the way we think about whatever the topic is or whatever the subject is or whatever the circumstances are that may need to be adjusted. So if you've been listening to my podcast for the past three years, I am in year three already, yay to me. If you've been listening, you've heard me talk about change being a process, not an event. But most people focus so much on the event that they miss going through the process, in particular, the shift of transformation, which requires you to take in new information, to have different conversations, to start adjusting the way that you think and the way that you believe in order to change your actions, in order to change the way you apply concepts, and then moving you into the next normal of application. So with all of that being said, when we're talking about change, when we're talking and having conversations about things that we believe or things that we think are true, or even talking about the circumstances and the situations that we find ourselves, how open are we to change? Are you just exchanging words with someone or are you really open to seeing things from a different perspective? So I'm going to give you pretty much the five-step process that's involved in, in being open to change and walking and talking the walk, not just talking about it. So number one starts with your beliefs. Your beliefs are what you hold to be true. Your beliefs can be based on fact. Your beliefs can be based on experience. Your beliefs can be based on the way it has always been done in your organization, in your life. But your beliefs are not finite. And this is where a lot of people get hung up. Just because you believe something to be true, those beliefs can change if you get new information, if you have different experiences, if you have different insight. How many times have you noticed or have this has, has this happened to you when you may not necessarily notice anything or really have too much of a strong feeling about a particular cause or a um, particular group or action or nonprofit or, 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 um, or social justice issue or social issue? But if you have a personal experience with it, if you have someone in your family that has passed away due to a certain disease, all of a sudden it hits home and it becomes a little bit more likely for you to change the way you believe or the things that you believe about that disease or about a particular group or about a particular experience, anything like that. When we have a personal experience or a personal interaction with it, that adds new information. That adds a different way of thinking about it. That adds to us a different perspective and a different lens by which we see it. And people who have had a personal experience or a situation or circumstance that has impacted them 
or someone that they know or someone that they care about, they are more likely to hold on to those beliefs so much tighter because of the fact that it's personal. If you have not had a personal experience directly, you're more open to thinking about new information. You're more open to considering new information. So what happens a lot of times when we talk about beliefs, what happens a lot of times when we talk about knowledge and things that, and information that people hold dear, it's because they have made a personal connection to it. So our beliefs are not just based on the facts. Our beliefs are based by and on making a connection to some fact, some news, some bit of information that has now become personal to us in some way. So if you want someone to be open to change, if you want to be open to change and you want to talk the walk, then you have to understand and really examine what is it about this that makes me believe that it's true? What is it about this particular sentiment or this particular idea or this particular stance that makes me hold on to it? How is this personal to me? Because unless you figure out how it's personal to you, unless you figure out how it connects with you, then you won't be open to possibly making an adjustment to that if there are new facts that come about or new information or a different perspective that you really need to consider. So the first thing is belief. How is this connected to me? How is this personal to me? The second is the new information. Now, not all information is created equal because there is some information that is purely based on opinion. There is some information that's based on experience. There's some information that's based on facts and research. And so analyzing and really determining, is this information that is credible? Is this information that is true, that I can point to and say it's been researched, it has been validated, it has been confirmed? Or is this information just something that is playing into my confirmation bias? And what I mean by confirmation bias, and I did a, a previous podcast on it, but confirmation bias is when you seek out bits of information, bits of news, bits of research that only tend to confirm what you already know, what you already think, and what you already believe. So the new information that you're getting in, is this something that's going to challenge you? Is this something that's going to maybe go against what you already believe? Is this something that is coming from a reputable, valid source that is adding new light to something that you thought you knew? So when you look at the source of the information, you look at the credibility of it, you look at how it's been applied, you look at, at reference points and resource, resource points with it, you have to be careful to make sure that you're not exchanging a belief or you're not solidifying a previous belief only based on someone else's opinion. Because remember, our beliefs are our beliefs because we have connected with them in some emotional way. So we have to be open to the facts and we have to be open to looking at facts and new information objectively, not just through the lens of our experience, not just through the lens of our existing bias, not through the lens of stories and experiences that we have known before, but looking at it truly objectively. So one, examining your beliefs and asking yourself, what personal connection do I have? 
to this belief. Two, analyzing and really looking at new information from an objective standpoint of, is this reputable? Is this factual? Is this true? Is this something that stands apart from my emotions? And three, really being open to considering the possibility that change needs to happen. I don't mean having someone say this needs to change and then because they give you information that either aligns with your previous beliefs or confirmation bias, you automatically dismiss it. No, I mean being really open to considering how can this be true? How can this shift the way I previously thought? Is this information something that makes more sense now in light of the situation or the circumstance that I'm, that I'm in? Or is this something that I just want to dismiss? Case in point, if you are, as you well, as you get older, and if you're anyone anywhere close to, to being you know, my age, which is getting closer to 50, or even in, regardless of what age you are or what experiences you've had, as we get older, as we get new experiences, as we expand our connection and our interaction and engagement with other people and other circumstances and other situations, we are exposed to new experiences. We're exposed to new technology. There are different ways of doing things. Before, you couldn't order things online and have them delivered to you. You couldn't order groceries online and have someone deliver it to you. You couldn't do those things. But now, it's a regular part of life. Before, your car did not connect to your phone. You didn't have all of these warning systems that told you if you parked too close to something. You didn't have a backup camera. You didn't have all of these, these warning bells that, may, that went off to make sure that you stayed in your lane when you were driving. But because of experiences, because of crashes and, and accidents and, and distracted driving and all of these other things, technology has allowed us to be able to create safer cars because of these other um, um, warnings and systems. You know, out of convenience, people are able to purchase their groceries online and have them delivered. So technology and the ways in which our world has, has moved and has adjusted and has changed has allowed us to be able to do different things. You have to be open to considering a new way of doing something if you want to actually be open to change and to talking that walk. So if I am in a situation where, yes, I can order something and have it delivered, but I don't want to. Yes, I could have the, have the world at the tip of my fingertips if I was to get internet access and have a smartphone, but I don't want to. I could be open to talking to people from all around the country and connecting with someone from the privacy of my own home and the safety of my own home via using a video platform or, or making a phone call. But I really don't trust the technology. See where I'm going? You have to be open to trying new things. You have to be open to considering how this new information, how this new perspective, how this new action will enhance your life and enhance the way that you do things. So one, identifying the beliefs and really analyzing what personal connection do you have to this. Two, making sure that you are assessing the validity of the new information and the source of the new information to make sure that you're not just playing into confirmation bias. Three, really being open to considering the, 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 the impact 
and the application of this new information and this new approach. And then four, you need an adjusted and changed mindset, which means when I started out in this conversation and I had one stance and you had another stance, you gave me your reasons. You gave me your information. You talked about why we should consider it in a different light. And if I was open to the new information, if I analyzed it, if I was truly open to change and adjusting my mindset and looking at it from a standpoint of how can I now connect to this based on what's best, my mindset has to be one that is willing to say, if this information sounds like it works, if this sounds like something that will be better, if this sounds like something that will move us in a positive direction, if this sounds like something I really need to consider because of all of this factual information, then I've got to be open to considering the possibility of changing. And here's the thing, you can have new information, you can have strong consideration, you can have facts that are based on best practices that'll tell you that this is the best way for us to go. And unless your mind is open to considering the other person may actually be right, nothing is going to change. You have to be open to changing your mind. If you are not open to changing your mind, nothing that anyone says is going to make a difference. I have known people, and I know you have too, you can talk to them till you're blue in the face. You can show them facts, you can show them figures, you can show them examples of best practices. You can show them someone who went through the situation and survived it and applied the same things that you're talking about, and they would still say, eh, that's just one person. Nah, I think I'll keep it, keep doing it the way I'm doing. We all know people that it doesn't matter what you say or what you do. They are not open to change. So you pick your battles. You decide what is worth it and what is not. And when you're working on yourself, you have to look in the mirror and ask yourself, am I really open to change? Am I really open to changing my mindset? Am I really open to considering this from a different vantage point? Am I really open to shifting my perspective? Am I really open to looking at this and analyzing new information? Or am I just having the conversation for the conversation's sake? You can't have two people that are each trying to convince the other of their own position because then you're not having an exchange of information. You're just having people that are talking and they're only listening for an opportunity to dispute or, or refute whatever it is that you just said. That's not being open. That's not having an open, honest dialogue and an exchange of information. So your mind has to be open to, I'm gonna listen to you to see if what you say actually has some truth to it, to see if what you say has some, oh, some validity, something that I really should consider. And, and here's the thing, if we don't connect personally to what someone else is saying to us, if we don't put ourselves in their shoes, if we aren't open to being empathetic and to see a way that this makes sense, then we're not open to change. We're not open to considering other points of view. We're not opening to growth. And that is the key to all of this. You have to be open-minded 
and really open to considering a new way of doing it in order to be open to growth. And all of this culminates in changed behavior. If you don't change your mindset, you will never change your behavior because the way that we think impacts what we do and what we do impacts who we are. We cannot get away from this trifecta of thinking, being, and doing. We cannot. So your mind is the key to everything else that happens in your life. Your mind is the key to how you adapt. Your, your mind is the key to how you evolve. Your mind is the key to how you develop, how you grow, how you progress. Your mind is the key to the process that you go through in order to become better today than you were yesterday. Are you open to change? Are you open to considering another person's vantage point? Are you open to considering what someone else feels? Are you open to putting yourself in someone else's shoes? I have heard people over and over again who when something tragic happens to someone, they say, I can't imagine what that would be like. When we talk about uh, social justice issues and systemic racism and discrimination and, and people being um, losing loved ones and, and things that have happened where people are targets of harassment and, and all of these myriad things. The first thing people say is, I can't imagine what that feels like. But here's the thing. In order for you to be open to change, you have to imagine. The beautiful thing about our minds is that our minds create reality for us. Our minds create and shape the way we think the world works. Our minds create and shape the ways in which we see things as being true or not true. And so because our minds can create situations, our minds can create uh, visions, our minds can create circumstances, our minds can create a vision of what this looks like and what this feels like and what this is going to be like. Because all of that starts in the way that we think, we can imagine if we empathize, if we connect, if we open ourselves up to really picturing ourselves in that situation, how would you feel? So when you're talking about being open to change, when you're talking about talking the walk, when you were talking about shifting perspectives and actually being open to other, person's po other people's point of view and to look at growing by becoming better and changing the way that you're thinking about situations and changing your actions and changing the way you are and who you are, you have to be able to connect. You can't just say, well, that makes no sense. Well, I can't see that. Well, yeah, that's the what you think about it, but this is not true. You can't dismiss every bit of information as being unfounded or quote unquote fake news. You have to be open to looking at things from different perspectives and seeing them as factual occurrences. And sometimes, yeah, the facts will be interpreted completely different by two different people. You may have heard the, the, the story of the five blind men who were standing around the elephant. And when asked to describe the elephant, 
the person who was standing by the tail and, 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 and felt the tail said, an elephant is like a rope. The person who was standing next to the legs wrapped their arms around the legs and said, an elephant is like a sturdy tree trunk. The person who was near the ears said, an elephant is like a sheet that's wavy or a leaf that's wavy. And the person who was standing near the trunk said, an elephant is like a snake. All of them were describing the elephant, but they were describing them from completely different perspectives based on only what they saw, what they interacted with, what they experienced. How many times have you seen that, especially in our politicized climate where someone can watch the exact same story and come away with completely different things? How many times did you see that in social justice issues when someone is watching the exact same video of a black person being shot by police and walk away with, enti- with two entirely different scenarios and entirely different conclusions? It's based on your belief. It's based on your experience. It's, be- it's based on how well you are able to connect personally with what you're seeing. So being open to change is all about being open to expanding what you think and what you feel are right. It is putting yourself in someone else's shoes to see their perspective. It is being open to understanding from someone else's point of view. It is suspending your own belief based on your own experience to be open to the experiences of another. Being open to change means that you are open to saying that the way you think right now, the way you believe right now, the way you act right now can be improved. And being open to change does not mean you're wrong. It doesn't mean you're a horrible person. It just means you're open to growth. You're open to admitting that there could be a better way or there at least is a different way. Math is math. But even though math is math, there are several different ways for you to get to the number 10. It can be 9 plus 1. It can be 10 plus 0. It can be 8 plus 2. It can be 7 plus 3. It can be 6 plus 4. It can be 5 plus 5. It can be 15 minus 5. There are so many ways to get to the same result. Why are you digging in your heels and saying that your way is the only way? Why are you saying that there is no other path than your way? When I'm traveling in a car and I know my direction and I know where I'm going from point A to point B, if I'm using my GPS, sometimes it'll tell me, here's an alternative route that'll get you there faster. If there's an accident that's blocking my way, it'll say, here's a detour that'll get you there faster. And either I can trust what I know and stay on this route and extend my journey by three hours or 45 minutes, or I can take the detour that'll get me there maybe with only five minute delay, or get me there 25 minutes faster. Are you open to change? Are you open to new ways of doing things? Are you open to new ways of considering and seeing the world around you? 
Are you open to changing your mindset? Are you open to expanding your beliefs? Are you open to new experiences that will help you to become better than you were before? Are you talking the walk? Are you open to having these conversations so that you can develop your path and walk in a way that is more conducive to change, to making you better, to helping you grow? These are the things I want you to think about. Because to be equipped for change personally means that you are open to the prospect that there is a different way of doing it. There is a better way of doing it. And that yes, what you know at this moment in time is great for what you know in this moment in time. But there's always more that we don't know. There's always more that we need to consider. There's always new information that's coming out that can help us to grow and to become better and to be equipped for the process and the shift of transformation that is the change process. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Um, Again, please listen to my Mindset to Mastery podcast. It is on twice a week, once on the weekends where I do my special Equip for Change edition, as well as midweek when we talk about Mindset to Mastery and giving you tips, tools, and strategies to change your mindset and master your success. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Keisha A. Rivers. I'm president and chief outcome facilitator of the CARS Group, where we equip people to lead through change. You can visit my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com for more insight and more information. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay sanitized.